Pseudo Show podcast. Powered by Dobbs. For the best price and value on quality tires at Expert Auto Service. Get into Dobbs today. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 The Rizzuto Show. Rewind. Hey, it's Roman Atwood, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. I got a uh, couple minutes left here before we got at the uh, final break of the morning, but... Want some food news real quick? I think this is very important. Okay. Food news. So McDonald's today has some big, fancy meeting where they may fill investors in on a plan to release a premium chicken sandwich. That's right. Ooh. The chicken sandwich wars. Another volley. Oh, so like wow. instead of the Popeye's Chick-fil-A, we're getting... Yep. Uh, a Mickey D's version? Well, you know what? Do you know what they're saying? At first, it was a chicken sandwich battle with Popeye's and KFC. Mm-hmm. Now it's a war. You got McDonald's in there? But I thought, like, they, don't they already have a fried chicken sandwich? Uh-uh. They're getting third-partied. Uh-uh. Well, now they're using a slightly more real meat. So. <laughs> <laughs> this time we're going to use real chicken. Yeah, almost. So, didn't you guys say the big thing was it wasn't the chicken necessarily. It was whatever the seasoning was in the bread. That was the difference. Yeah, maker. listen, the old McDonald's chicken sandwich bread. was was a lot different. I mean, it wasn't as as uh, thickly breaded as the you know Popeyes chicken sandwich or even the Chick Fil A chicken sandwich. Yeah, you're right. Somebody did say it was all about the bread or something. Yeah, the breading, one of the two. One of you guys did. Yeah, yeah I, I think the bread at the Popeyes one, the Popeyes chicken sandwich played a big role. So, sure, McDonald's had. Had chicken sandwiches in the and the menu before, but this new crispy fried chicken competitor could be the one to topple, you know, KFC, Popeyes, Chick Fil A. And a leaked email also shows that franchisees were asking McDonald's, "Hey, you got to help us here. We're getting killed. Yep. Please come up with a premium sandwich to cash in on this craze." That's it. It's out. They announced today at 10.14 a.m. Eastern Time that those are the two chicken sandwiches. They've tested it in Knoxville and some other southern areas. And at some point this year, that's what we will be getting. That's it. That does not look anything spectacular. Like, it doesn't. It looks good, though. Not about looks. That looks great, I, th- mm-hmm. I think. Look those the pickles. The, right. the one on the right. Why do you hate McDonald's yeah, so man. Much, man? I don't at all. But uh, compared pickles, to Chick-fil-A, dude. compared to Chick-fil-A and Popeye's, that looks well, like a McChicken sandwich to me. Yeah. Can I just have the pickles? The one on the right with the you chicken cannot. sandwich and the pickles. Uh, we're looking at the screen here. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it could be a competitor mm-hmm. to Chick-fil-A. Mm. Mm. Guys, don't judge a book by its cover. To take a bite. Oh, find early it, next year. Out. I'm sorry, Aim not this year. First. Early next year. Early next year, you said? Yep. So uh, the version you're going to get, by the way, is... Uh, Way uh, not two, two and a half inches more squished. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, Popeyes. Right, look, look at that. Like, if you saw this, what the hell is that? That's, that's the Popeyes, Popeyes one. one. That's the Popeyes one. <laughs> well, Popeyes I mean, alone had double-digit growth. To tell to you the truth, the other one looks more appetizing. You are the <gasps> well, wrongest wrong. you've ever been, and that, that's saying a lot. Well, I mean, I like I like I like the darkened bun because it looks like it's some other type of bread other than just the the typical whatever we have on the right. But, I mean, the other thing, that looks like too much breading. That's too uh, sharp. No, I think it's good. Yeah, because you guys have had it. You're associating what you like about this picture on the left. I'm neutral here. I haven't had either. 
So just eating with your eyes first. I'm eating with my eyes. The right so now, one looks like I'm going to yeah. have less of a, 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 yeah, a heart look, issue. Like if you have like, uh, oh, take heart issues out of the way. How, you told me to look with my eyes. My brain's, my brain's one, connected. It looks this way. The one on the right looks like there's more meat involved. The other, you can't tell how exactly. much is there. Exactly. It's a bag of potato chips. But I like, you know, if you get fried chicken, Jeff loves fried chicken. When you get fried chicken, don't you like the little bits on it? Plus pickles on the bottom? That's not what I want them. I want them on the top. You can put them on the and you must chain. not like Chick-fil-A. I'm not picking it apart. I've never had Chick-fil-A. That's the Chick-fil-A sandwich. Oh, my what? Yeah, actually, had a Chick-fil-A the sandwich. Woo. No, this is Popeyes. This oh, is Chick-fil-A. Popeyes. This okay, is McDonald's. Sorry. Chick-fil-A yeah, has my name on it right there. Chick-fil-A is done. the best. I'm not sure I've had Chick-fil-A. And I don't think I've had Popeyes since the 80s. The Popeyes sandwich was good. It's good. Was Chick-fil-A was better in malls or freestanding? Freestanding. Yeah, they're good either way. Okay. For a McDonald's thing, you got to admit, on the right, that's a step up from what they're usually That looks like a delivering. McChicken to me. It looks like a basic-ass McChicken. <laughs> look one? up, yeah, look up basic-ass McChicken. <laughs> too bad we already have the podcast title for today. <laughs> I know. Like, look, so this good. is a McChicken sandwich. <laughs> this is the dollar McChicken sandwich. Okay, and that looks like a dollar menu thing because you got the sesame seeds, you got the typical stuff. But I mean, at least come on. that toasted. Yeah, but on the right side okay, you got the, the toasted, toasted bun, bun and all it's that. It's got butter on it. It makes it makes it look more attractive. Can't you see the one on the right is a little more well done, a little a little browner. Yeah, so the one the McChicken darker. that I got pictured up here, okay, that McChicken, it looks like that McChicken is. If you're looking at it, you're saying one out of ten. That's a seven. That's an eight. See, that looks like a four and a seven to me. The, the other one doesn't you look like it's seasoned or anything. I think it just the, looks uh, the like one on the, uh, the one on the left is a St. Louis 7. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they so all look amazing. good. Right? Uh, I'd eat them all. And which one did you all prefer? I'm not kicking any one of them out of the bed. You guys preferred the Popeyes one, right? I prefer I the Chick-fil-A the Popeyes. One. I, liked, I, liked, I it. liked Popeyes. I prefer Chick-fil-A. I like the Chick-fil-A one. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But you know, if somebody offers me a Popeye's one, I'm not turning it down. <laughs> what are you, crazy? i got to try it again. No, I've had no it sir. once, and it was okay, but it was delivered. So I want to have it fresh. I think it would probably be better. Sure. And uh, finally, uh, as far as food news goes, if you are uh, a, if you're a loved one or if your loved one has served in the military, make sure to swing through a Dunkin' Donuts drive-thru on Wednesday for a thank-you treat. Uh, Dunkin' is giving military members past and present a free donut on Veterans Day. Oh, that's cool. No purchase necessary. They're also going to give uh, $10,000 to a million thanks, which provides thank you letters and uh, words of encouragement to service members. If you'd like to send a letter to our troops, swing by Duncan's Instagram story today and create your own digital thank you note. And Duncan's going to print out the letters and uh, send them to active service members. That's a is, cool story, man. Which is very nice. Yeah. And that's your food news. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. I'm going to take one final break. We'll come back and wrap her up. It's uh... The Rizzuto Show. Rewind. The Ray Show. we got a guest here. Mr. Burke Kreischer is here. Hey! Oh, hey. Snapchat. I think I might be the only 43-year-old using Snapchat. Well, here you are. You walk in here from Tampa. <laughs> from Tampa, Florida. It was a long walk. <laughs> you saunter in here. Hockey the walk over here with your uh, with your hockey team still in the playoffs. <laughs> oh, I don't. Yeah. How dare you? I don't. I don't follow hockey. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, right. Like I grew up in Florida. We didn't have. I, when I you're grew not a up, Lightning fan. No, no, we didn't have hockey my whole life. 
I'm a different generation. I know nothing about hockey. I watch those uh, those uh, those lightning games, and the place seems full. Yeah, but I don't live there now. I live in L.A. and I grew up in Tampa. And we never had hockey the whole time I lived in Tampa. We had never had a, we had the Bucks. That was it. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. I never. I don't. I don't even know if you call it a hockey game or a hockey match. <laughs> well, well, let me ask you why you moved from Tampa to to. Los Angeles. Have you ever been to Florida? <laughs> well, we, about we talk about I want to ask you about that. We talk about Florida every day. See, I'm we have not a fan. Man, I grew See, up white, with that. white trash is called Hoosier here. So if you're if you're if somebody in St. Louis calls you a Hoosier, that's like calling you white trash. <laughs> I see. And we things. have every day. We have every day something called the headline Hoosier story of the day. Yeah. And ninety percent of the stories are from Florida. I say and things, that area. I say things all the time to people, like people I live in LA with, that are like a clear Florida statement. I'm like, oh, you never had a gun pulled on you in traffic? <laughs> and they're like, no. I was like, dude, I've had a guy fire up in the air. Like, that's like legit. Florida is at, like, like that? Like, pull the gun. And my buddy Fritz was like, shoot. I dare you to shoot me. Go to jail for the rest. And the guy just pop, pop, pop. And we all just. <laughs> it is loaded. It is, dude. It Florida. I've had like I'm, I'm like someone's like said something about bachelor parties. I go, huh? Who hasn't overdosed watching gay porn? And they're like, what? <laughs> I was like, you guys, what? Did, how did your bachelor parties go in Florida? That was the first thing you do. Pile of cocaine, why, gay porn. Why is that though? Why that area? And that's especially like the Tampa State. St. Pete area? I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with us down there. I think we just grew up different. Is like it inbreeding? Uh, I, well, I think I think it's part inbreeding. <laughs> like it's it's part inbreeding. We still had segregation, so all the whites in Florida are just legit rednecks. Like like rednecks. Like their parents met on ancestrymingle.com. <laughs> yeah, and, and so and so I th- and it's like a different type of redneck man. Like and so I, I think part of it is that I I don't know. I really don't know. I yeah uh, uh-huh. I don't know I, I what I what my theory is and people I've theorized about this is that because the weather is always so warm out there you hear about it more because a lot of the Hoosier redneck white trash activity is outside yeah and therefore it's in the press <laughs> yeah whereas there's there's you know white trash everywhere sure but yeah. it gets cold and you do that stuff inside yeah and you don't hear about it in Florida it's out in the dirt mm. like like I mean just like Going to the bathroom on the hood of someone's car, like that's Florida baby. <laughs> that's Florida baby. Dude, that, like I say, to, I say to I say to people all the time. I go, I have a bunch of jokes that aren't jokes. They're just lessons I learned in Florida. Like, don't ever get gasoline in the in your in your this part. Random. Your, your, yeah. Your yeah and then someone's like, excuse me. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, don't. Like that's why, a Florida. Why would that even be around uh, your rectal area? The fact that you're asking that, I'm so shocked that you've never. That's never happened. Are you serious? Yeah, no, never. Happened. Happened. Okay, let me walk you through it. You're on a boat. Okay, it's Gasparilla, and uh, <laughs> and you see a group of friends. So you guys all pull your pants off to moon them, and sure. then. If everyone knows anything about boats, you can pull that little pump out and squeeze that pump, and they spray gasoline all over your <laughs> rear end. Oh, I'm man. thinking, I'm thinking like the scene from uh, Zoolander. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Where they have the gasoline yeah. fight at the pump. Exactly. On a boat, everyone's smoking joints, gasoline all over the place, and then all of a sudden you're in the water trying to scrub it out, but you can't get it out. You really can't. Mm. This is why I say don't ever get it. Out. Don't ever <laughs> let it happen to you. And then next thing you know, you're swimming to shore. Now you got a handful of sand cleaning out your crack like a minor cleaning a skillet. It's. I'm telling you, man. Like I wish, I wish that these weren't jokes in my act. Like we used to take Disney, take acid and go to Disneyland all the time. That sounds awesome. Really? All the time. I was a chaperone once for a group of friends uh, who were on acid, and we went to the 
Metropolitan Museum of Art. Like you were their watcher? I was there because I had to work that day, so I could not put drugs that day with them. Really? So they I'll, said, I'll pass hey, on that job. We're gonna, I was, <laughs> listen, I was young and naive. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was trying to be a good friend. Next thing you know, my buddy's like hugging this ancient Greek column. Dude. Like over the barricade. And I'm like, oh boy, that's a terrible idea. Worst idea ever. Oh, we, me and my buddy Hutch and my buddy Harper. By the way, my two dumbest friends in the world. Harper one time misspelled his name. <laughs> Happer, two P's, no R. I go, wow. hey, Harp, you misspelled any name. He's like, oh, it happens. I was like, no, it no, doesn't. No. <laughs> I've never been in a rush. Like, catch you later, burf. <laughs> uh, we we took acid. We used to take acid and go to Disneyland all the time. And it's <laughs> all the time. Huh? All the time. Like, now you look back and you're like, ah, I bet I could use those brain cells. But... <laughs> well, I, I would think being around little kids and, and You'd think it would be positive energy. And... Yeah, because it's made for acid, right? All the, all the bushes are carved like animals. It's the happiest <laughs> place on earth. There's a big rat walking around what's your name but then you're like oh look how big his hands are like it's not man we lost our we lost it bad yeah, we got on the rides and stuff like oh you got arrested oh for yeah it? oh we went on peter pan's ride in never neverland yeah and hutch and, and you never never got off never came back <laughs> halfway through hutch leans over and he's like real funny now give him back i'm like what are you talking about he's like oh you know what i'm talking about give him back i was like i have no idea what you're talking about he's like my feet you took them now give them back i'm like bro i don't have your feet peter pan took them yeah disappears into the ride gone into the ride just breaks it heads off into the ride i look next to harper he's like crying what's wrong with you he's like they took my shadow too (laughs) yeah we got we got put on the back of that golf cart handcuffs and everything and do they know what you were on uh, like they know how to spot, you know, the acid heads. No, 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 at, no, 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 no. You, yeah, you'd be shocked how sober you get when you get arrested. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, have you, ever, have you ever? I mean, like me and my buddy, uh, me and my buddy Croy got arrested in San Diego one time. It was just it was for open container. That was it. It was really open container, but it was a big party. And Croy said something back to the cop, and we were lit. We were really drunk. And then we got in the car, and Croy decides to light the cop up. Like, just go. Let me tell you about who you are. Oh mm. boy. Okay. Uh, yeah. Right. Mm. We're both handcuffed in the back oh, of a no. Jeep Cherokee. And he's like, let me tell you who you are. You, you're the guy in high school and just starts lighting him up. And I am laughing hysterically. <laughs> and the cops were looking at him in the rearview mirror and is smiling and nodding his head. He goes, are you done? And Croy goes, uh, yeah, I'm about done. And the guy gets out of the car, goes around to the back. We don't know what he's doing. Comes back, opens Croy's door, and puts a black hood with a lock around his oh, head, like like a like a like a hostage, like a hostage mask, and and it's thick, and all you can hear is Croy just going. I mean, I literally was next to him, going, "I think you're a cool guy." <laughs> so, and, is that like a spit hood or something like it's that? It's a spit hood, but he was oh, the guy was just God. like, "I'm tired of listening to this," and just locked him up. And I'm sitting next to Croy the whole ride, being like, "Oh my God, I'd be losing it right now." We get to the we get to the police station, and we're sitting there, and finally he takes off the hood, and Croy goes, "And I, I bet you got a little what you would call it too." <laughs> just when it starts back up, and then, oh, then, then, he, then he fell down the stairs. Oh, right, on three times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, yeah, those are. But that Croy and I grew up in Florida. There you go. Surprise, surprise. This is the God's honest truth. When you were coming to town or announced you were coming to town, people were hitting us up all the time going, you need to get Bert on the show. You need to get him on the show. Really? I'm like, why? All I knew you from was your Travel Channel stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I'm the big Travel Channel guy. That's the wrong thing to know me from. (laughs) No, man, that's my dream job. No, it's a great job, but like, like, as far as like, if you're coming to see me live, it has nothing to do with my live shows. 
Like, you know, the guy that eats funny stuff? No, he goes on weird trips. No, 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 no. That's, that's not you. Right. That's not you. That's not me. We want to know the real you. And if you really kind of just look a little bit into the real you. Who? Well, you start with Florida. Well, first of all, your nickname <laughs> is The Machine. Dude, I got called into Travel Channel when I got the job. They got, they uh, fired the regime that was in charge that hired me. And then they got a new president. Her name was Lorene Ong. She's a very nice lady. But this is a story that's true. So she wouldn't mind me telling it. She flies me from L.A. to D.C. for an hour meeting. She wants to meet with me for an hour and then fly me home. And I'm like, that seems odd. Uh-huh. I walk into her room and she's like, your digital footprint leaves something to be desired. <laughs> she said, uh, I, I'm I to understand that the only thing... The travel related you've ever done is rob a train in Russia with the Russian mafia. And is I was that like, true? Yeah, yeah. Oh. And I was like, yeah, that's. You robbed the train with the Russian mafia? Yeah, when and I was you, 22. And you said, who else on your roster's done that? Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, I do not want you on this network. I think you, I do not think you are fit to be on this network. And I've been there six years. <laughs> nice. Is this, is this still before there? you got your show? This is, I, we were shooting Birth to Conquer, the first season of Birth to Conquer. And, uh, and the thing, the thing that, that I think we came to figure out is that, first of all, I'm not a bad person. I'm a fun guy. I like to have a good time. Mm-hmm. And that's what, what travel's about. Travel's about having a good time. Sure. And so when I go and do my shows, it's all about having a good time. And we have a good time. That that translates on air. And if there's somebody to have a good time, that's you. It's definitely me. Like, almost to a flaw. Like, I'm the guy that shows up with 100 burgers. Well, I mean, the, the reason you got famous was, and I'm sure you've heard the Van Wilder thing a thousand yeah. times. Are you tired of it? Like, being... I wish like I never. You are the inspiration for Van Wilder. Yeah, I wish I had never brought it up because I'm the one that I'm the did only you? reason anyone knows it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found out about it from National Lampoon. Like I did a radio show. I'd always heard about it uh, because you know Hollywood's a small town, mm-hmm. and my agents and managers wanted to sue, and uh, and I my I chose not to, and then I went in and I did uh, I did a National Lampoon show, and I knew I knew it in the back of my head. But I always wanted to, like, I thought that would be a cool thing. I wasn't selling tickets. You wanted to verify it. I wanted to verify it, and I thought it would be, like, the real Van Wilder. I thought that would be, like, a cool moniker. So I brought in a bunch of movie execs. They used to have a National Lampoon building on Sunset. That's where they did the radio show. That's where they did the movies. I brought in a bunch of movie execs, and I told them my story. I said, I have a story I want to tell you. Tell me if this rings a bell. In 1997... Uh, Rolling Stone magazine discovered me and called me the number one party animal in the country. At the number one party school in the country. At Florida State. Uh, Oliver Stone optioned the rights to my life, and I moved to New York, and I started doing stand-up. And as soon as I said that, they were like, cut the mics. And they cut the mics. Really? They cut the mics immediately. And and they were like, literally no mics. They're like, are you suing us? Is that what you're doing right now? really? And I was like, no. I go, to be honest with you. You're trying to build the legacy. You're trying to build your, your, your brand. I said, I just want to be able to say it on morning radio and not feel like a liar. And that's it. And they were like, are you serious? I was like, like, yeah. They're like, how about we give you your own radio show? We'll call it Partying with the Original Van Wilder. I was like, done. That was better than I ever imagined. And so, so, uh, so, yeah, it was like, you know, it was a cool little thing. And now, now I feel like... It stinks because I that movie was not a big movie when it came out. Like, no, it's, but it's got one of those it's, cult. It's a cult classic, so people mm-hmm. hear that and they're like, "Oh, do you talk about whatever you do to bulldogs or whatever?" And I'm like, "I've never seen the movie. I never seen the movie. You want to hear something? You've even never seen the movie. And want to hear something even crazier than this? So I go to a meeting, uh, probably a year ago, maybe. I wrote a book called Life of the Party. Mm-hmm. In it, I talk about the Van Wilder stuff not very quickly, but I talk. I mention it. I go to a meeting, my book's in the center of the desk, and there's these two dudes, and they're like, we think you're hilarious, we want to do a sitcom with you about your life, the travel channel, you as a parent, like, kind of figuring out the crux between the two, we just think it's great, 
it would be a great TV show and I or a TV show, TV show. And I said, cool. And they're like, do you, are you familiar with what we do? And I said, I have no idea. And they're like, well, one of our partners couldn't be here today, but we produced the movie Van Wilder. And I went, oh my wow. God. <laughs> I'm literally, and then I went, that's crazy. And they're like, our other partner is Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> and I was like, in my head, I was like, thank God I never sued. Because now I have an opportunity. And then I said to them, I go, I said, they said, have you seen the movie? And I said, I've never seen it. And they lost it. They're like, are you serious? You've never seen Van Wilder? Not I was even like, I mean, you're attached to it. Well, now it's like, now if it comes on, I change the channel. Because I'm like, I don't want to see it. Why? Because now, yeah, he won't be able to say this. You won't yeah. be able to say that he's never seen it. It's yeah, yeah. And now, now it's become like, and so they said to me, they go, would you watch the movie on your podcast with Ryan Reynolds? And I was like, uh, 100%. <laughs> Can you oh, only okay. take his shirt off? <laughs> so did, did you do it yet? No, not yet. The, not, not, not yet. I mean, he's been a little busy. But, uh, but, nah, nah. but no, but, uh, but yeah, that, that, uh, it was, it was really cool. It's, it's a really cool footnote in my life. I have a right. lot of really cool things where you go, shut up. Well, the, the Rolling Stone thing. I, I got to blow you away right now. You ready? God. Uh, this is one. This is one that uh, I think is even cooler than that. I was in a band in college, and uh, I was. It was called Giving Out Spankins, and uh, <laughs> I was the front man. And we. It was. And it was me, John Dacre, Brent Bracken, and Ben and Ben Carter. And one of our fraternity brothers wanted to join in, and he was really good. Like so good that you like. You're in a band. You like. You ever have someone so good? You're like, oh, he's gonna realize how bad I am. Oh and yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I kicked him out. And <laughs> he was like, I'm the best guy in the band. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, and that's why we don't want you anymore. Because me and the bassist want a band, and if you're right. here, you're gonna realize you can get someone better. He's like, I'm gonna start a band ten times better than yours. I was like, good luck. Go ahead. He started a band called Creed. Uh, oh no way, Mark! Mark Tremonti, yeah. No way! Yeah. Wow! And he and by the way, if you ask him about it, he'll deny it. He goes, "I don't know, Burt Kreischer." By the way, in my fraternity, I gave him his nickname, and I think he still holds like a, like a bone with it. Dude, it, I was in Metallica once, but if you ask any of those dudes, <laughs> they're, gonna, they're, they're gonna deny it too. <laughs> That's it's right. almost as though they don't know who you are. Yeah. It's really weird. Gonna, they, all right, you're going to ask them, hey, was Riz you know, in your band once? And they're going to deny it. I'm like the guy from the Beastie Boys that passed away. <laughs> hey, Riz, he said the band name was Giving Out Spankings. Does that got to go on our band name list? Oh, read him our band name list. Oh, we got some good ones, man. You, you'd be so, a good authority on that. So, mean, we, we, people, like whether we're talking about a news story or just general conversation, when we come up with what we believe to be a great band name, we write them down. And eventually, we are going to start a band and we are going to pick from this list. But give them uh, the highlights. This there, is movie. such a big Nothing, list. How about, don't, don't go through all of them. I'm not. How about uh, Unpixelated Backburger? Not that sure. came up in a like news story. Unpixelated sure Backburger. Uh, I like that. <laughs> the, the Bleeding Nipples. Crusty squeeze. I've been there. That was a tough day. Crusty squeeze holes. Crusty squeeze holes. Uh, let's see. Oh God. Uh, Cash Cabbeth. You know that's a Black Sabbath. How about uh, the postmenopausals? <laughs> uh, b- banana massage. Uh, a cat's a hole. But uh, that's a that's catchy, by the way. <laughs> a cat's a hole. Uh, yeah, that's catchy. What kind of is that, that punk? What, what, what kind of music is that? Right yeah, tainted sample. That's kind of a metal band. <laughs> Uh, unex- unexpected cheddar. I like that one. Okay. Uh, airplane farts. Um, Joni Pepperoni and the Hitmen. That was good. See, one. this is when I had to name my book. I, I they named it Life of the Party. I wanted to, I wanted to name it Shh, the Burt Kreischer story. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was such a good name. Shh. The Burt Kreischer story. H H H dot 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 dot. The Burt Kreischer story. Kreischer story. <laughs> That's funny. And the people did not like it. So so uh, let me ask you that. So when Rolling Stone went to go do the article, yeah, and they they were asking people at FSU like, 
about the number one party or everybody said you? Well, they only asked like five people. They asked Fred Maglione. They asked Eric Pogue. They asked uh, Charlie Erdman. They asked like dudes I knew. And they all, and I had partied with all these guys the night before. And I think half of them thought I was prank calling them. And so they were like, they were like, oh yeah, it's Bert. Bert's the biggest party animal in the country. Huh. And so then they called me and I was in the middle of a bong hit. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, man, when he, I never forget that. I literally, my, bear, my buddy Blair passed me the phone. I had just taken a bong hit, and I was like, hello. And he told me, my name's Eric Hedegaard. I want to come down to Florida State. I want to write an article about Florida State. I need a chaperone. Um, I want to kind of broad stroke of the school. Can you give me like a broad stroke? And I was like, okay. He's like, <laughs> He goes, were you just doing a bong hit? And I was like, yeah. And he must have been like, I found the guy. Yeah. And so he spent five days with me. And, and man, you know how normally you'd like sit and watch Sports Center all morning? Well, if you have like a journalist sitting with you, and this is before reality television or phones, like cell phones, you couldn't just sit on your cell phone. You'd be like, what are you going to do today? We did stuff back then. We just got up and did stuff. Right. And I'd be like, he had a discretionary budget. I was like, let's go drink. And it'd be like 10 in the morning. I love morning drinking. And so... He came in and asked for, for alcohol, by the way, immediately. Yeah, sure did. I'm so hungover from last night. You have Not even last night, yesterday. You have no idea. But um, but so, yeah. And so we partied hard, man. We really partied hard. We got him to do drugs. He hadn't done drugs in forever. The journalist? Some journalist, yeah. We got him to do drugs. <laughs> what kind awesome. of drugs? Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> he was like... He was like I think at one point I was like, "Hey man, don't put this in the article." He's like, "Are you kidding me? I couldn't tell anyone about this night." Like, right. he was like, "This is the craziest night I've ever had." He was sitting monkey in the back of our my Jeep Cherokee, like like in the backpack, and, <laughs> and he was like, "He was like, this is the most insane night I've ever had." And but, that was and that was a typical night for you at FSU, dude. You I, went that hard for si- for six years. Six years, dude. We we played a couple shows at that place, and uh, it was I. Oh. I was involved in some ridiculous propositions, and uh, we weren't even there for more than a night. You know, it's so funny is like you go, like I moved from there to L.A., and like things didn't, or not there to New York, and things didn't translate. Like literally, literally, I remember, I remember one time this comedian Jordan, there were a bunch of girls from FSU up, and they're like, I go, hey, my buddy Jordan Rubin's got a house. I think he had it with like uh, Simon Rex. Mm-hmm. Oh they, yeah, Simon Rex. I mm-hmm. think they shared an apartment. I've told, I've told Simon this. Simon's gorgeous still, and uh, dirt Did nasty. Did he do porn for a while? No, he just he just. Uh, I got yeah, it. Yeah, and so. By the way, you like how I defended that? He <laughs> <laughs> just did that. <laughs> no, it was just that. It was just right. that. I mean, oh, we, we all know what that on is on camera, and so. Uh, so <laughs> we how you got that out? Now he just fucking got it. And so. And so these girls are up. They're, by the way, these girls are all working in the business now. They're all from Florida State. Four girls. They're beautiful. The girls of Florida State were like next level hot. And mm-hmm. they're like, and they said, hey, we got some Coke. Can you find us a room and we'll all do some Coke? And I was like, yeah. So I went over Jordan. <laughs> yeah. And I was, like, I was like, hey, do you mind if we use your room to get high? And he was like, no, not at all. And so we go into his room and Jordan follows us. And we take the mirror off his wall. <laughs> and Jordan goes, what are you guys doing? And we're like, we're getting high. He's like, I thought you were smoking a joint. I was like, what world do you live in where I'd go to your room to smoke a joint? Like, I just smoke it here. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah. that was the way Florida State worked, though. Florida State was like, dude, it was just a different world. Like, I remember telling, I remember telling journalists, the journalists, that like, no one's crashing beers on their head. They're eating ecstasy and like, and and like, and acid and mushrooms and like it was and drinking beer nonstop. It was, I, and I look, I'm 43 years now. It was hedonism. And it was like the best seven years of my life. Like I, I loved every 
I, when I left, I was like, I literally, very few times, you know how you got to have like a good breakup? And you're like, you know what? I feel good about that breakup. <laughs> when I left college, I was like, I'm ready for the next phase of my life. Like, I'm, I'm ready. Done. To, I'm done. And I moved to New York. And I, and I yeah, remember. Yeah, but what the hell were you going to do? I mean, you spent six, seven years partying. Exactly. What was I going to do? I was panicking. I was I was like, I said in the article I wanted to do stand-up. So this radio station well, put up. Well, don't. I, we can continue the story. I got to take yeah. a break. Okay, right? let's take a break. Let's break I, out the jack. What are we well, doing, guys? Yeah, like, hey. Get him some gym. I'll go pull a beer off the wall and we'll we're get this going. Drinking, we're all drinking and we're getting loose. Cancel the point. What did you just bring him? Did you just bring him a box of airplane booze? It looks like heroin. That is a lunchbox full of liquor. Uh, by the way, Burt Kreischer is here. Hey! And uh, he is at the Helium Comedy Club. He's got a show tonight. He's got two shows tomorrow. He's got two shows on Saturday. Heliumcomedy.com is the website. Got all the info on there. And just, everybody's just bringing you booze. That's my whole life. Did you just bring, you brought him an elbow, a lunchbox yeah. of liquor. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> a, a lunch pail from back from the fifties. Okay listen, you may you may just know him from his travel channel stuff, Bert the Conqueror and and Trip Flip. But you are a, a, a complex person. You are way more than the stuff you see on TV. All the stuff I shared off the air is the reason I'm in therapy. Listen, this is this was the number one partier at the number one party school in America. For seven years in a row. That is yeah. a resume builder. So you for get, sure. All right, so you get out of college. What did you go to college for? I mean, you went to FSU for seven years. Uh, creative writing. <laughs> <laughs> what did your parents think? You know, am I, in all honesty, I think I think my dad was just like... Was like, it just, disappointment? I, I think he was, I do think he was afraid that I was a failure. And then, like, literally when the Rolling Stone magazine came out, like, I... he. He didn't know what to do because he was like, "Buddy, I don't know how you're gonna get a job." Because <laughs> it was like it was this was before reality television. Was this, this line? Was, was, was this big... line uttered? This is gonna follow you around forever. Yep. And my and my buddy Croy, the guy I told you that got the hood put over his head, mm-hmm. his dad called me. His dad's a big lawyer in Florida. His dad called me and he goes, "You get this opportunity once in a lifetime. You capitalize on it." Yeah. He goes, "You move to New York if you want to do stand up. You do stand up. You move to New York. You do it." And I was like, "Really?" He goes, "You'll never get this opportunity again." You capitalize on it. And I tried stand-up one night. They offered me my own morning show in Tallahassee. Yeah, this is crazy. So you went, you is this a stand-up? In, so you went to Tallahassee. At Pop your first stand-up gig. After his first stand-up gig, well, I heard the story of you were going to get drunk before you were going to go on stage. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to remember the guy's, Christian Harloff is the guy's name. He's a really funny comic out of L.A., which is so crazy that our our paths met there. I was in the back of Pop Ellie's. I gra- grabbed a Miller This is a light. great story. Think about it. And listen, listen to this. And I said, and I was like, getting ready to go on stage. I didn't have a set list. I didn't know anything about comedy. I was like, you just get on stage, and you, I guess you make funny happen. And so I grabbed a Miller Lite, and I went to take my first sip. And Christian Harloff came up to me, and he goes, hey, man, nothing for nothing. I wouldn't do that. And I was like, what? He was like, if you want to do this for a living, then I would do it sober. Because then it can be a job, and you can always do it sober. But if you need, if you do it with alcohol and you do good, then you'll always need alcohol. And I, and by the way, that was not my mo in life. My, my mo was like drugs and alcohol, do anything, mm-hmm. anything. And uh, and I put the beer down. and I went okay. I did it. I did like thirty minutes, twenty minutes, thirty minutes. And you winged it. Winged the whole thing, and had a really great set. And uh, they offered me my own morning show. So I, some, it was like a radio station that sponsored the comedy out or something. Yeah, and the guy said, you "What know, about who was the morning show guy?" Was I, I wish I knew. I wish I paid attention because I'm. He's. He said, "Now I definitely wish I paid attention because I know a lot about radio." But like he, uh, they said, "You'll go in. You'll be his third mic." I didn't know what that meant. You'll be his third mic. You'll hang out for like a month, and then he's gonna leave, and it'll be your show. You'll just take over the show. And I was like, "Great!" So they introduced me to him. Me and him sat down, had a beer after the show. I said. Uh, I said, this is awesome, man. I'm really excited. And he goes, yeah, knock yourself out. 
And I was like, why are you leaving? And he was like, who wants to do radio in Tallahassee? Ah, that's it. And I and literally, like, nope. I heard that and I was like, not me. <laughs> he goes, I'm so right off the bat, York. they offered him a freaking morning show. <laughs> wow. That's Damn. nuts. Yeah. And so I, I said, if you can, I, in my head, I thought, if I was good enough to be your sidekick, I bet I can move to New York and get get something started. Right. So then you went to New York. Moved to New York and literally, I mean, not literally, but like six months later, uh, Will Smith discovered me. Check out this story. The so, Will Smith? The Will Smith. So this That's around, what my dad said. <laughs> so, 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 <laughs> the Will Smith? If I'm to think it about Smith? it. it, it no, the, this, the story that goes, this is 99, 2000. That this is, uh, I was 26 years old, so I think it's like, I think it's it's probably 99. I only know that because on the Millennium Party, they told me uh, someone from Hollywood's going to be here. He knows Will Smith. And I was like, who's it going to be? And then it found out it was me. So was it Will Smith found the article and read about you or heard through the grapevine about this? Grapevine about this guy, Burt Kreischer, and you know he's this partier, and maybe we could do something together. So It was his people. What was happening is I was working the door at the Boston Comedy Club, and I was allowing all the NYU kids to come in and drink underage. <laughs> so I was just like, dude, they don't ID. Just go drink. And I was just out of college, so I was I was like almost simpatico with them. So I was the guy that let them all in for free, got them drinking. I'd go up at the end of the night, and I'd just destroy, because they were like, who's not going to laugh at the guy who just let us in? Time Out in New York wrote an article about it. Will Smith's people... He was in town doing Millennium at the time, okay. and his people saw the article, came down to the club, watched me do stand-up, and they're like, Will's going to love you. And they're like, Let, we want you to meet Will. So I went up to the hit factory where he was doing Millennium, and they had like two folding chairs in the middle of a room, and they were like, sit down, Mr. Smith will be in in a second. Dude, I'm 26 years old, right, right out of Tallahassee, and Will Smith comes in. And I knew if I got this deal, it's hundreds of thousands of dollars. I was making $25 a night working the door. Uh-huh. Will Smith comes in, hurricane of personality. Just what, what? So he just said he like Will Smith's people. Like he wants to meet with you. And what is in your mind? Like what? For uh, what? Exactly. I'm like because <laughs> I'm, I'm like, and there, my, I had a guy that was, I had a couple people jockeying to be my manager, and they were like, he wants to do a TV show, a show with you. If this happens, it's a big deal. I told my dad. My well, and your dad thought it was a casting couch situation where like well, you'd have to have a gay sex thing with Will Smith. What happened was we meet. And I just, I light up. First of all, I love hip-hop. So I, I, I start hammering. I love black people. I love you. You're black. Like, I love Jada. What happened to Tupac? Who killed Biggie? Like, I'm literally hammering him. And we talked for an hour. I spoke the whole time. And he gave me a big hug. And he goes, I like you. And I went, I like you. And he's like, let's go to the movies. And I went, okay. And I and that was it. And I walked out. I called my dad. I go, he goes, how did it go? I go, Hey, we're going to, on to the movies. And I got a second date. Yeah, my dad goes, on a date? <laughs> my dad's old school. Like, right. old school. He goes, on a date? I go, no. Like, yeah, maybe. Or, I don't know. <laughs> I don't care at this point. And my dad's like, buddy, oh, I think he wants to, to gay up. Like, this <laughs> is well, what you're they so, do. You're, Bert, you're so naive. Yeah. He goes, this is what they do in Hollywood. And I go, dad, that's impossible. I just hung out with them in a dance studio. He's like, what? I was like, nothing, nothing. And then he goes, buddy, let me, let me ask you a question. What's more likely? The fact that you're so talented that within six months of doing stand-up, the biggest movie star in the world wants to make a TV show about you or that he's a closeted homosexual and he wants to have sex with you. I was like, oh my God. I was That's like, what funny. do I do? You my, dad said, my dad said, you show up. <laughs> so you got to roll the dice. Yeah, either <laughs> way, you're in. Yeah, eat crap and cash checks. And so I showed up. And I, But I showed up. It was at Planet Hollywood. This is the worst part. I showed up to Planet Hollywood and I'm like, and just like you said, I go up and I go, is Will Smith here? <laughs> 
And that's where he said to meet him. And they're like, the actor Will Smith? I was like, yes. Like, like welcome to Earth, Will Smith? Yeah, welcome to Earth. Like, we have a mannequin in the back. Is that what you're looking for? I go, no, I'm supposed to see a movie with him? And they're like, what? The fourth person today to say yeah, that. Like, and in my head, I'm like, this was a whole gag. Like, this is where are the cameras. And so they're like, you're more than welcome to wait for him, but I don't think he'll ever come. So I sit down. All of a sudden, door off to the left opens. And a six foot five, three hundred and twenty pound black dude named Charlie Max sticks his head out and he goes, looks at me, he goes, You Bert? And I'm like, Oh my god, I'm gonna have to have sex with this guy too. This, oh, this is more than I planned on. I'm like, I might be. He goes, downstairs. Takes me downstairs, and there is literally ten black dudes in a room. No bigger than this, really, with red curtains everywhere and a folding table in the middle. Middle, and they're just staring at me. I'm thinking, "Oh my god, I'm gonna have sex with all these ten guys." <laughs> Charlie Mack, Will Smith. I'm sure he's bringing Jazzy Jeff. That's thirteen dudes <laughs> on the table. On the table. That's how it's going down. And I'm doing the math. I'm going. Uh, do I start with Charlie Mack or do I start with? I should give it to Fresh Prince first. At this point, you just grab your ankles and go. All right, just do whatever you're gonna do. Yeah. And so I'm literally like not making eye contact with anyone. Will shows up with Jazzy Jeff. I swear to God. Oh my <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God. With Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> And he, he looks at me and he goes, yo, this is him. And all the guys start walking to me like, it's going down. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the curtains open behind me and there's a beautiful movie theater with like private lush couches. And Will says, go get us two seats. I'll get us drinks. You want a, a long honest tea? I was like, yeah. So we watch a movie. We watch American Pie. At the end of the movie, he goes, what did you think? And I thought it was like a litmus for like, did you like this? Can we make TV like this? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I tried to like, I was like, I loved it. I love this. Oh my God. You watch American Pie with Will Smith in a and private then, theater? And then he says, what did you think about the room? I go, it's great. And he goes, no, what did you think about the guys in the room? I was like, they're black. <laughs> and he's like, no. And he looks at me. He goes, you said you were a hip hop fan. He goes, that's Cool Mo D. That's Biz Marquee. Oh, no kidding. That's, that's oh, Big Daddy. I'm, I'm like, he goes, you said you were a fan, so I called them all so that you can meet them. And I'm like, I could have had sex with Cool Mo D. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> oh, it's insane. It was, the, it was like, and then, and then, you know what's crazy is he called, he said to me, he goes, let's do this again tomorrow. And I was like, okay. But he never called, so I didn't show up. And me not showing up made him, made me look to him like I was hard to get. So he's like, I love this guy. And I was like, I was like, done. And so we ended up doing. Uh, we ended up. He taught me how to pitch TV shows. He like he. It was the greatest. He was the greatest blessing in my career. Wow. He like literally put a stamp of approval on me for Hollywood. And he's like, I'm willing to work with this guy. Um, you should work with this guy. And he's to this day. I mean, I tell you that still, story. Do you, do you still keep in touch with him? No, no, kind of. Not not kind of at all. That's a lie. But, but here's the thing: if you ask Will. <laughs> If he knows Bert, he's going to deny it. Like, yeah. right there, times. <laughs> I, 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 guy in so yeah, badly want to know. Because he called me up one day. I was pitching a movie. It, it was basically, I was pitching Get Him to the Greek, but with hip hop. Uh-huh. And it was from New York to Miami, but with a rapper instead. <laughs> and it was going around. And, and he just called up one day. He just shows up. No, no, I don't know the number. I pick it up. And he's like, Bert. I was like, yeah. And he goes, it's Will. Hey, man, you pitching a movie? And I go, yeah. And he's like, how come uh, you didn't call me? I go, who is this? He's like, it's Will. I go, Will who? And he goes, Will Smith. Who do you think it is? And he's like, man, I'm the biggest movie star in Hollywood. Why wouldn't you call me if you want to pitch a movie? And I went, I didn't think about it. And he goes, let me set up some meetings for you. Come wow. in and pitch it. And he's just the greatest guy in the world. And that's who he is. And I like, I, I and I, I wrote that story in my book, and I've, and I've told that story before. And I'm just always wondering if he's going to hear it one day and be like, 
be because you know everyone said he was gay. Like there was a big rumor, right? You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's, and now his son's been like the spokesperson for like cisgender wearing women's yeah. clothes. And, and Will's been behind his son and been, been like, "That's my boy." You know what? He, and so like that that subject is probably been brought up, and I guarantee you, someone's like used my story against him. So I, I hope that he found uh, whatever. Hey, Will, if you're listening. It's cool. What's him saying? It's cool, man. It's all good, man. It's cool. You I don't know, know he's a big listener cool. of the Riz show, so no, it's, it's cool. cool. Yeah. Well, then let me talk to him right now. Hey, Will. <laughs> hey, call, uh, call in, 969-DUDE. Can you please come back? I mean, I have so much stuff to oh, talk to you about. Dude, I would come back anytime. Let's do a call in sick to work show here. Do you know what those are? No. Okay, what I do is I come into radio, we drink hardcore. Like we do, we, I'll show up at 6 in the morning. You've got my attention. Start <laughs> drinking at 6. <laughs> we wrap at 10, and then we go right to the club. And we and we throw like a eleven o'clock show on. Everyone calls in sick to work, and it, and it's just day drinking. Okay, let's let's do it. it. Let's that do it. Doesn't sound we good. Got, we have contacts on the east side for the for those kind of clubs. We're good. Let's do it. Let's do it. This is going to be a blast. What I'm, I'm the resident alcoholic on the show, so I'm in. Right. That's what you I'm talking about. It's already I'm in. set up. You set this up. I just did. All right. Call in sick to work. Show. I'll call you already. The Rizzuto Show. Rewind. Listening to the Riz Show, and it's Ian Bag. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back. Jeff's got your crap on celebrities here in a second. Any of you guys uh, say something very awkward around your, your father-in-law, sexual in nature, as far as, like, his daughter goes? No, but he said something weird to me when I said to him, hey, I asked everybody else permission and i'm asking you i'm this christmas i'm gonna ask your daughter's hand in marriage and without looking at me he said well jeff there's more to a relationship than sex okay. <laughs> <laughs> i was just like is that a yes are you okay i didn't know what he meant by that to be honest with you. i think i took him off guard and he got very uncomfortable yeah his own daughter his only daughter so but no i've never the reverse no moon you i don't think so I, I I try to remain at least uh, fifty miles away from any kind of conversation <laughs> mm-hmm. having to do with his daughter and a sexual. Nature. Oh, I thought you were just yeah. going to say of him in general. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. The- Dude, this, my I'm sorry, my father-in-law was the guy that I used to watch Sunday night uh, TV with him for hours, and anytime there was even a kissing scene, you know, like a murder she wrote, there'd be a kissing scene. I'd be like, oh, I'm sitting next to my father-in-law, and this yeah. is happening. I see. I lucked out. My father-in-law has a. Really, really funny and witty sense of humor. So, like, nothing would... Even if I said something, it wouldn't be awkward. Because he would probably just one-up me. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Like, I, uh, I try to avoid any and all conversation about that. Yeah. Even when we had the kids, you know. I'm, like, hoping you didn't know how it happened. Right. But <laughs> 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 well, there's a, a hearing aid company called Ergo. And they have a funny commercial that features a girl and her boyfriend visiting her parents. And at one point, the girl very quietly asks her boyfriend if he brought the condoms. So the boyfriend didn't hear the question, so he asks her to repeat it. And then the dad chimes in. And this is, remember, this is a hearing aid commercial. So this is dad now with super hearing. Thanks for having us this weekend, Mrs. Garcia. Yeah, thanks, Mom. Of course. And I love these flowers. Did you? 
condoms, Charlie. She wants to know if you brought any condoms. Yeah, I brought some. Eargo, a virtually invisible hearing loss solution with high-quality sound and lifetime support. Yep. And, and the, the scene is he's, like, in the other room. You know, it's an open kitchen into a, a living room. He's yeah. in the dad chair. And he hears the whole thing. And then the end of condoms. the commercial, did you did you see all the way to the end? When the kids go into the room, he takes the he takes the hearing aids out. So he doesn't hear That's anything. The big reveal going yeah. in there. Like Oh no, I didn't see that part. Yeah, at the oh, end it's, that's at the end it's like the kids retire to the bedroom and he takes the Oh, that's the funny. I didn't out. see to the end. Yeah. I got so uncomfortable I, I shut it off <laughs> at that moment. Good campaign. Uh another uh video. Making the rounds. Uh, this is the guy at a department store singing a Sam Smith song. So I guess he's uh, he's on a karaoke machine. It looks like a Walmart or something, and somewhere in, in Asia. I think it's Taiwan, isn't it? I'm not sure exactly where it is, but it's one of these karaoke machines, and in the middle of the department store. And this kid is—I mean, he's got a great voice. Slays it if you watch the whole thing. Yeah. Now, I, I watched it this morning and I was mesmerized. Is he Walmart good or is he good good? No, that's it's good, good, good. Okay. He's got such good It's good enough. So that's, that's a Sam great. Smith song. Sam Smith reposted the clip, which has got to be awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So put that up on the blog if you would. It'd be a mighty nice of you. All right, back in the day, today is February 11th, 268 years ago, 1752. The first hospital in America opened in Philadelphia, thanks to Ben Franklin, who raised most of the money to build it. 30 years ago, 1990, Nelson Mandela was freed from prison after 27 years. Also 30 years ago, 1990, as a 35-to-1 underdog, Buster Douglas knocked out Mike Tyson in the 10th round to win the undisputed heavyweight championship. That happened 30 years ago today. 27 years ago, 1993, Janet Reno was appointed Attorney General by President Clinton. Janet Reno was the first female to hold the position and the sexiest, no doubt. <laughs> Without question. 14 years ago, 2006, Dick Cheney accidentally shot his quail hunting partner in the face. Forgot about that. He did not die. Eight years ago, 2012, Whitney Houston died in her, hotel, uh, in her hotel bathtub the night before the Grammys. And the coroner's report ruled her death an accidental drowning, but also listed cocaine use and heart disease as contributing factors. She was 48. Marijuana and Xanax were also in her system, but did not contribute to her death. And seven years ago, 2013, Pope Benedict said, I'm done with this. <laughs> I've had enough. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm done with this being a Pope thing. I'm clocking out. Yep. You seen that movies yet? Uh, that movie? The two yet? Popes? Yeah. No, I have not. It's really good. Yeah, it's in the queue. Man, I saw a little behind the scenes on it. It looks fascinating. It really does. It is pretty fascinating. Especially the two actors' relationship during the filming. So 2013, good. Pope Benedict announced his resignation, making him the first Pope to resign since the year 1415. And that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. Hey, it's more like, hey, I'm a done. I'm a done with this job. <laughs> 
All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. So we alluded to this earlier, but there was three pretty big shows announced yesterday. I want to go through them real quick. Sure. Uh, first of all, Rage Against the Machine just announced a world tour. Going to kick off March 26th in El Paso. They keep that in Texas. And then they'll go through uh, first, second week of September, and they'll end in Poland. Luckily for us, a lot of dates in North America. Luckily for us, a St. Louis date. Mm. May 16th, Enterprise Center tickets go on sale on Thursday of this week. Run the Jewels is opening. Yeah. Cool here in St. Louis. Are you excited? Yeah, man. (laughs) I've never seen Rage live, and I love Run the Jewels. So I'm definitely super excited for this. I saw Um, Rage once, and it was everything you are going to expect it to be. Yeah, I've seen them quite a few times. They're spectacular, and uh, I will be attending that, that show May 16th. Also, uh, Janet Jackson, the Black Diamond Tour, uh, that's happening Friday, July 31st at the Enterprise Center. Tickets go on sale for that on Thursday as well, featuring both old and new music. And if you're a fan of Rhythm Nation, she's going to be doing a lot of that. That from 89, uh, recently celebrated its 30th anniversary. So congratulations to her on that. And Backstreet Boys DNA World Tour is coming through Hollywood Casino Amphitheater August 2nd. Tickets go on sale Friday at noon for that one. I have seen the Backstreet Boys live before, and they were terrific. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was mightily entertained. That Janet Jackson tour, wasn't that supposed to happen last year? And she she pulled out, like, just a few weeks before with pregnancy rumors or something, Do right? remember something was going on. She was, was doing a year, tour, but... A couple years ago. I think it, it was after she had the kid, though, right? Is that what happened? I don't know. I I'm know she had a tour right that, she, that she bounced out she on. She yeah. bailed on it. was supposed to be at the Dome, right? Yeah, she bailed on it, and no one... There was no reason. She was, like, uh, like personal. Yeah, I think it wasn't selling well, the tour. I think the tour was not doing well. Oh. Janet Jackson... One- that was a two. Oh, no, that's not it. That was 2016. That it was, that was one too tour far that she did. I think it was the Velvet Rope tour, which was very poorly attended. Hmm. Yeah, I know there was one delay or something for pregnancy for sure. So uh, last night, I haven't looked there. I haven't found an update in the last couple of hours. But last night at their Vegas gig, supposedly Joey Kramer <laughs> climbed behind the drums again for Ew. Aerosmith. They said that he had been doing well and he didn't have to re-audition. So at least last night. As of game time, he was supposed to play with them, and everything was supposed to be so great at the Park Theater in Vegas. Okay, good on him. YouTube recently released a new documentary series. We talked about this a little bit called Justin Bieber Seasons, about the recent events in his life. Not only did it set an initial record for most expensive exclusive content deal for YouTube, but it now has set another one, most viewed premiere. 32.5 million people watched that thing. Wow. He talks a lot about his Lyme disease diagnosis and all that stuff. And how he's like half hour episodes? I think so, but to be honest with you, I'm not really sure. haven't seen Oscar viewership. If you thought that the Oscars had a bad like viewership, like their rating, you are absolutely correct. (laughs) (laughs) All Time low on Sunday, just 23.6 million viewers. And that seems to be a trend because all award shows, including the Oscars, are going in the tank constantly. The 2020 Oscars, the one that just happened, uh, was watched by the smallest audience the award show has ever received. Ever and last year was a dip as well. So because uh, they're boring, they are, man. Uh, it's the, so boring. The format, the the way that it's handled, all of it has just become <laughs> colossally like, boring. Was, the writing is terrible for these jokes. 
They had Kristen Wiig and uh, Maya Rudolph up oh, there at, at the Oscars doing a skit. You know they're dying inside when they're and either that was, or they're just all the way in and not even realizing it's bombing. I don't, I don't know, know if you I don't know if you've seen the meme of Billie Eilish in the crowd. Yeah, oh yeah. Kind of cringe face, a little confusion cringe. That was during yeah. that at exchange, and it was. But they also parade around the top 1% of the top 1% to every award show. And I'm only using Billie Eilish as an example because you mentioned her. But she's played like the last three or four award shows. Grammys, Oscars, this, that, and the other thing. And it's always that same thing. The performances are by the same people on the same one top percent of money-making music or movies or this or that, right? I mean, we're not yeah. learning anything yeah. new. Yeah. This is a boring. <laughs> do you think the Oscars will turn... This was, what, year two in a row with no host? Do you think they'll turn around and try to make a splash by bringing out some big host to at least make... They need to do something if, if it ain't, for that. If it ain't Billy Crystal or Chris Rock or somebody like that, then don't try and force it. They should it. have Ricky Gervais just host everything. Why not? It's going to take more than one year or two. That's a complete rebuild. One of, the big, one of the big surprises was Eminem coming out and doing Lose Yourself, and his sales uh, saw an increase of almost 2,000% after, after uh, performing on stage Sunday night at the Oscars. And that song was from 8 Mile, is that correct? Yeah. yeah. When you think of 8 Mile, you think of that song, right? For sure. Yeah. Like, that's a huge song for that movie. So I found a list, ScreenRant.com, so blame them if you don't agree, 10 best movie theme songs from the 80s. From the oh, 80s. From uh, the 80s. Shoot, Rocky Danger 78. Uh, let me give you a number 10 to give you an example. Oh, yeah, Survivor, Eye of the Tiger. Yeah, but that was 70s, right? Number no. 10 is Huey Lewis in the News, Power of Love from Back to the Future. Okay, because sure. Eye of the Tiger was not the first one, nor the second one. I believe it was the third one. Correct. Eye of the Tiger wasn't until Rocky Three. Yeah. Correct. Whoa, neat trivia. So that was 80s. Where it should have been, I think the trivia to that is, originally, you're the best that he, they used in The Karate Kid was supposed to be used in the Rocky movie. No way. Sylvester Sloan was yeah. like, nope. The, the Rocky, the Rocky song, everybody, when you hear Eye of the Tiger, you go, that's the Rocky song. But in real life, the Rocky song is going to fly now. That's the Rocky song. Okay. Huey Lewis, Back to the Future, that's 85, right? Power Love, yeah. Uh, Survivor, Eye of the Tiger, is number four on the list. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see, Never Ending Story. Oh, yeah. 1984. Well, that's also because that song kind of belongs in no other context. Bye bye. Uh, number eight on the list is a James Bond movie, A View to a Kill. Yeah, out. Duran Duran, View to a Kill. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, what about, what, what, what's the song um, at the end of uh, Teen Wolf? Um, oh, my God, it's going to kill me. This It's so good. It makes you, it puts you in such a good mood. Teen Wolf? Yeah, the montage when he's no, doing I all know, the layups. I don't remember. Well, um, it's not on the top ten. The song is called Oh my Flesh God. on Fire. Not win in the end. Win, yeah, win in the end. Oh. Can you give me a little win in the end? Uh, if you give me a minute. <laughs> give you a minute. I'll give you number eight or seven in the meantime. Okay. It's from the Batman movie in 89. Uh, you too. Uh-uh. Uh, 89 would be really? uh, not Kiss from a Rose. Is it Kiss from a Rose? No, that's way later. The Kill Me, Kiss Me, Throw no, Me, that something. Way later. You're, you're, all, you're just naming songs off of Batman Forever, this, which was like maybe early, mid-90s. Oh, okay. This is 89. It wasn't the Prince from, song. It was a Prince song? Oh, it was? Yeah. I don't remember that. What's the name of it? Bat Dance. That's it. Bat Dance Yuck. Prince. Yeah. All right, here we go. This is from uh, Teen Wolf. Dude, do you remember this? Not at all. Oh, dude, at the, at the end, there's like, 
they're starting to win, and uh, the bigger guy's like eating his apple core. And... Oh my God, this puts me in such a good mood. I don't know if I know this song. Oh man, no, my, I mean, it sounds. Sound <laughs> my face just flushed. I got goosebumps. Right, this, sound, this sounds very 80s. I'm serious. His face is all red. Look at that. Oh, I love this. Could be diarrhea, though. You don't what about, what about that? Cry Little Sister? You're asking me that? Yeah. yeah, fast forward. You know the chorus. No. Cry little sister. No, you know the chorus. We're going back to Teen Wolf here. Oh yeah, no. In the end, you don't remember this? No, no, I don't know the song. You're gonna win in the end. What about Danger Zone? Oh, Danger Zone's got to be number top one. three. Number one. That's number three. Kenny Loggins, Danger Zone. Oh. oh. What about Saint Elmo's Fire? John Parr. John Parr, St. Elmo's Fire. Nope, not in the top 10. <gasps> what about, that's a, that's a shame. That's how, about a jam. From, how about from uh, 1984, from, Beverly Hills Cop? Something, oh, Axel, Axel F? F? Mm-hmm. What, what's uh, that? that? Is that the... Dun, 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 yeah, dun, what dun, number is that? Dun, yeah. dun, dun, dun. That's number six. What about the uh, Don't You Forget uh, About yeah, Me? Breakfast Club. Something John Farnham? Simple Minds. Number five, David Bowie, Underground from The Labyrinth. Oh. Ooh, good one. Coming over on social media. Yellow. Oh, yeah. No, not in the, the hell is that? Yeah. Oh, There's, yeah. <laughs> There's two that we haven't guessed yet. They're in there, marked number one and number two. All right, so we got Danger Zone already. Can you give us hints? Yeah, number us two is hint. from 1984. There has been two, maybe three, if you'd like to say, and there's another one coming. Ghostbusters! Oh. Uh, Ray Parker Jr. With a little help from Huey Lewis. No, I thought it was the other way around. One of them ripped off the other one. Riff lies. I think sure. it's the other way around. No, I don't think so. I Huey Lewis, Lewis sports? tried to sue Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. I want a new drug. I think I read that this morning. Yeah, those. This is ripped off from one a new drug. I, I thought believe. Huey Lewis ripped him off. No, that, is, that Huey, Huey Lewis record came out rip, like '82. The Huey Lewis I know wouldn't rip off anybody. Okay. So well, he were confirming. Okay. And then what's number one? Hint. Number one is one of the biggest movie soundtracks ever. 1984. Grease. This particular... Uh, is it Grease? No, 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 it's not Grease. Uh, but uh, this particular artist is already in the top ten. Kenny Loggins, I'm all right. Caddyshack. Mm, no. Footloose. Nope. Ooh. Oh, man. How could Footloose not be in the top ten? Wow, he's, he's going to hit you. Honestly, he's going to hit me <laughs> he did. yelling or anything. He did arm you got to be kidding me. No, I can't. 1984, this person is no longer around. The singer? Yes. He rode a motorcycle. Uh, it's Prince. Uh-huh. Oh, Purple Rain. Oh. It is uh, Huey Lewis and Columbia Picture, uh, Pictures sued Ray Parker Jr. for copyright infringement. Okay. So you were right, Riz. Was it one a new drug? Thank you, Jeff. You're welcome. Uh, it was. Yeah. Uh, Birds of Prey. Remember Birds of Prey? Uh, that was the big movie with uh, what's her name, and it was supposed to be really big and everything mm-hmm. last weekend, right? It was supposed to be good. It was supposed to be like what? a spinoff of a really awesome hit. And what was it? Sixty million, I think they were projecting, and it, yeah, it came around to like 30, 30, thirty, something some like that. Uh, so disappointing first weekend at the box office. Thirty-three million domestically. Budget ninety-seven million. Do you know how the studio reacted? 
Warner Brothers is a studio. They've changed the name of the movie. Time out. What? Uh, you know why? Because it's Harley Quinn's not in the title. Right. So now it's Harley Quinn's Harley Quinn Birds of Prey. Yeah. You know what? When Birds of Prey, when they announced the title of the movie, I thought that was pretty silly that they did not have Harley Quinn in the title. I thought they did, didn't they? It's just Birds of Prey. No, no I thought it's no. Birds of Prey and something in, long. Yeah, and, 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 and parenthetical. So they're, they're changing it to Harley Quinn. Dot dot. Birds of Prey. It was something long. Yeah. Like the misadventures or something. You had other. to get. You had to stay there for a while to see Harley Quinn. Is what you're saying? It wasn't recognized. It was. Right away. It was Birds of Prey, and then parenthetically, and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Yeah. Nobody stays for the end. Yes. No. <laughs> Exciting. I know, Tony, you were looking for something to do with Turner and Hooch, the old movie. Remember of you course, were like, I've been pining. Missing. Disney Plus is turning the uh, movie into a TV show. Josh Peck from Drake and Josh will be the new version of Tom Hanks' old row. Yeah, and it's going to be a, a, uh, sorry. a Bijan Frise. <laughs> Here we go. Instead of the... Uh... <laughs> Anytime I'm looking for a status update on my friend that owns a Bijan Frise, I just want you to say something, and then she chimes in and goes, Hey, uh, I'm doing good. Tell Riz. <laughs> From 2000 to 2015, around 800 episodes of this TV show franchise, around 36 seasons, four separate shows. I believe we finally got rid of all of them recently, and now they're coming back. Can you guess what franchise this is? One more time. 2000 to 2015, around 800. You already know it? No, keep going. uh, 800 episodes, 36 seasons, four separate shows. Oh, Survivor. I think I know. CSI Miami, New York, (laughs) Cyber, and of course, what was it, just the regular CSI? (laughs) CBS is in talks with the show's creator to bring it all back. Limited series, set in Vegas like the OG, and William Peterson supposedly coming I was hoping it was like CSI, Halifax. Yeah. (laughs) CSI, (laughs) Festus. Wait, who was it? Was it, um, who was the the main guy that wound up leaving? Michael. The redhead? Caruso. Yeah, Caruso. Oh, David Crusoe. David. Yeah. 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 He left NYPD Blue. Horatio. And then, yeah. And then wound up doing CSI. After uh, he left to do movies, which bombed, I believe, and that's why he went back to TV. The worst. Yeah. Watch every single line. He does his thing, and then he looks down, and then he finishes the line, and then looks up. Yeah. He's always <laughs> got his sunglasses in his hand. Yeah. The same delivery. Uh, uh, speaking, of the, <laughs> speaking of the same. I got some of his, uh, <laughs> some of his quotes here. The victim had his own telephone jammed up his uh, his anus. He barely survived. Well, then, I guess that was a close call. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorites was one where somebody died on their birthday. It was their 21st (laughs) birthday. And he goes, well, I guess you ain't going to be celebrating birthday 22. And they went, yeah. Yeah, or, or the, I think the one that I remember the most, and I saw, is he goes, it was it was a murder in the snow. It was a murder in the snow, snow. And he goes, I guess the only clue we have are these footprints. And he goes, that's a step in the right direction. Dude, Sir, who a man who, that? Sir, a man who was high on marijuana just crashed his car into a garden and died. Well, I guess he should have kept off the grass. <laughs> who was watching this? <laughs> Oh, is he going to quit acting? Like came out and said, I don't want to act anymore. Or did he ever start? Hey, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, He's a thousand times better than I could ever be. <laughs> I can't believe there's been a murder on Sesame Street. This Russian guy here is dead. Guess he's out for the count. <laughs> 
<laughs> this all day. And it worked for him. <laughs> you, you all right? <laughs> After the <laughs> yeah, I'm not starting uh, another story because I know we're going yeah. back. No, here, just wrap it up with a joke and then... Uh, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone is set to start a, star in a new action film. Things uh, have gotten off to uh, rocky stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm good, Jeff. That's all right. Yeah, that, that's one out of three in here. Okay, we're ready now. <laughs> Because he's still he's still mining. Oh, he's on. He's yeah, on. That's gone. Right now. <laughs> you could you could say Did you, you could say every me? curse word on the planet right Did now. He ain't gonna me? dump you. Did you hear me give out your home address? Uh, <laughs> what's uh, what's next, Jeff? Well, yeah, what else is going on? Let's Jeff? try this. Uh, if I say the name Casey Aldridge, do you remember who that is? No. Casey Aldridge. No. Yeah. No. Nope. Has a kid with a famous person. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie Lynn Spears' baby daddy is who that is. Okay. No, okay. Oh, okay. This is the guy she had a baby named Maddie with at 16. The baby wasn't 16. She was. Uh, he was 18. She is now, Maddie is now 11. And now Jamie is married to another dude. Uh, got married in 28. This word falls apart. They had a little girl named Ivy together. Update on Casey Aldridge. He just got arrested for burglary in Mississippi. Is Oops, he did it again. Five cops. <laughs> That's pretty good. I'm done. That was very circular there. <laughs> the witness saw the killer shoot the Hispanic groundskeeper on the golf course right over there. Looks like we have a hole in one. There's no way he said that Yes, one. I'm There's telling way. you. Pull I'm telling you. No it doesn't deserve Pull to be watched. No way, man. He's not saying that. Forget it. <laughs> Not my Horatio. He would never say that. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> Want me to take it from here? No, I put it over there. I'm done. Oh, if you're switching, switching, switching gears here. <laughs> uh, Crabby Birthdays, Taylor Lautner, 28. Aubrey O'Day is 36. Kelly Rowland from Destiny's Child is 39. Mike Shinoda from Lincoln Park is 43. Jennifer Aniston is 51. Cheryl Crow, 58. And today's Burton Birthday of the Day. She is one of the two remaining surviving members of Gilligan's Island. Dawn Wells, who played Marianne, is still alive. And so is... Uh, the ginger. Ginger. Uh, Tina Louise. Yeah. She is 86 years young today. One of them is not doing great. I'm not sure. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, is PJ Sparks. Today's birthday girl has been plowed more times than a farmer uh, than a farmer plows his fields in 288 fine films, including Saturday Night Beaver, <laughs> Dr. Finger's House of Lesbians, Blazing Boners, Anal Encounters Volume 6, and who can forget her unforgettable role in Two's Company, Three's an Orgy. Mm, PJ, by definition, that is not <laughs> true. PJ Sparks is 51 years old. That's your porno birthday, crappy birthday, and that is your crap on The Rizzuto Show. Rewind. This is Dustin Diamond, Screech from Saved by the Bell. And if you're not listening to The Riz Show and telling Riz, happy birthday, you're probably an ass. I think Jeff's nervous. What makes you say that? Because I could feel the tension. I was trying to bust his balls during the break, and he wasn't. Yeah, he definitely wasn't having it. He wasn't. Balls you away. weren't, didn't let him you weren't having it. You also said the words, I'm going to be terrible at this. Yeah. I did. You did say that. So the game is Moon Mumbles to Hits. 
So Patrico's going to hand uh, Moon a, a little piece of paper. It's going to have a, uh, a song title and artist on there. So Moon will mumble, he'll scat, whatever he could do to make Jeff figure out what song is on that piece of paper. You got this, man. Oh, I'm going to nail it. I'm going 12 for 12, baby. I'll go 13 <laughs> so, for 12. So yesterday, a minute ago. <laughs> yesterday, we played it where Jeff kind of mumbled the hits to Moon, and Moon had to pick the song out. And I did all right. The, uh, you did great. I think you got you wrong. Yeah, 10 out of 12. And it was great. Everybody said how much they loved it. And as Uncle Vince said, why fix something that ain't broken? Well, because I want to see it happen this way. Else? Yeah, that's all. I want to see it happen this way now. All right, let's do it. So Jeff says he'll go over. Come on. I would say that jokingly. I'll probably get two or three of them. Couple, two, these three. Are all, <laughs> couple, two, three. Right. Couple, two, three. These are all uh, songs uh, that are big hits. Nothing mm-hmm. kind of crazy off the reservation. Nope. So do we want to do the example? Just, yeah, to, just to get a baseline. Uh, let's do the example. <laughs> and then we'll we'll get your guesses. How many right. out of how many out of twelve will, twelve will Jeff get right? Uh, da, da. Exit light. Off to never never land. Uh-huh. I was doing it. By the way. <laughs> well, that's because uh, because Moon Moon's just humming it when you got you, the purpose of Sandman. Is it Enter Sandman? Is it Enter Sandman? I see. See, I'm the guy that knows the song, but I won't necessarily know the title. Like, I know you're a musician, and this is going to be tough for you to not hum and or sing it. But, like, the purpose is scabies. You got to scabies. Him, let him do his thing. No, that's not how the game works. It's not, can Moom hum, hum the hits? That's not the game. Listen, I'm just I'm trying to make sure I don't get too close to the words, like scabies and whatever. He's baby. He, put, he plays baby with scabie. <laughs> All right, let's go to the phones. Out of 12, how many will Jeff get right? Jason, what do you think? Morning, I say 10. 10, okay. Very confident. Yes, thank you for the confidence. And this nice. is close without going over. Nice, Stacy, hello. Nice how many? Hello. I say eight. Eight. All right, hang on. And we got Trina, how many? Nine. Nine, hang on. Uh, Doug, how many? I'll go one. One, okay, that's strategy right there. Mm-hmm. Jeff and Fenton, how many? Jeff, stick together. I'm going to say he gets five. That boy. All right. <laughs> and uh, John, how many? Uh, I'm going to say six. I got robbed yesterday. All right. John at six. So <laughs> up for grabs, tickets to go see Disturbed. It's a big summer show with Stained and Bad Wolves, July 15th at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Tickets on sale Friday at 10 a.m. And we have tickets to go see Bare Naked Ladies with Gin Blossoms and Toad the Wet Sprocket July 1st at the new St. Louis Music Park up in Maryland Heights. Tickets for that show on sale now. You got to remember, Tony, I'm going to do probably a different approach depending on the song. That one, like, more the, the tone and delivery was Well, here we go. I'm trying to help the man out. Let's begin. Here is song number one, Moon, Mumble the Hit. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> you try to figure out what part of the song yeah, you that, that's yes. I know it sucks because I'm like give me more keep going yeah I got nothing give him the beginning again uh, <laughs> Come on, everybody! Sing oh, it in their oh, I know it. Um, 
Uh, it's Guns N' Roses. Yeah. I got it. I got the band. Something, something, and Scooby Doo. God, I know the song. I don't. Two. I got the band. This is this is what's gonna happen. I'm gonna get the band, but not the song. I'm glad Scooby Doo made it in there. That's that. Now I'm happy. I'm happy that Scooby Doo made it in there. For one, oh boy, eleven more, eleven more. You want to switch? You want to switch at six? <laughs> I forgot. I forgot some of these songs. To doing this, the chorus hit, uh, the, the chorus line didn't help you there. It, at all. It, trust me, it's not your fault. Oh okay, my god! Okay, here we go. This is funny because I thought he was doing this one yesterday. That's funny. All right, well, hit it. Hit it. Hit. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> it's like hip hop and you don't stop. That song? Uh, close. Uh, uh, shoot, how's the beginning go? Uh, how's, how's the beginning go, Tone? You can you can do some of it. Skip, 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 Ooh. Show me rapper's delight. The problem with scatting this is you're basically doing his lyrics. Yeah. It is rapper's delight by Grandmaster Flash, Sugar Hell Gang. Damn it. Correct. Nailed it. Did I get the part right that I was supposed yes. to write? Yes. The funny Ooh. thing is, I don't know that anybody knows those words anyway. They kind of scat it yeah. to begin with. So I was like, if I, I say the hip hop, don't stop. All right, next one, song number three. Oh uh, shoot! How does this song go? Here, let me see. I'll tell you. No, oh, which which one is this? Scabba dabba doo, scabba dabba doo boo, scaboo ba, scabba da boo ba 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 ba. Scabba ba ba ba. Yeah, scabba da ba ba ba. Scooby doo. We're getting three versions of it. Oddly, I can't get it from that. I'm sorry. Never, never know. And then Scooby Doo. And a Jeff can come Oh, on, gosh, Jordan, I know it now. I know what song it is now. <laughs> he said, And a Jeff, come on, because you know this. <laughs> you can get it. I, I know the song. I don't know the name of it. It's going to damn it anyway. No? Riz cannot do it without using his trigger, by the way. He cannot. <laughs> every time you've mumbled the hit, Riz, for two days now, every time you take your finger and you go, Yeah, yeah, you gotta do that. Oh, I gotta do that now. All right, here's uh, song number four. Oh, man. We're already on number four. Huh? Already on number four. You got one right so far. Uh, um. Grandmaster Flash. Highway to Hell. I mean, Show me Highway to Hell. You just sang the damn song. You know, I just came with the fucking like How else would you do it? <laughs> you could go. Um, yeah, what, what vowel? Well, would you Scooby do it? it. I mean, he could Scooby it, you know? I know, but Scooby if it's. Scooby Scooby. I mean, I would have still. I mean, he literally went. Ha, 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 ha. I'm gonna give it to him. It's like somebody put a bucket over his head and sing the song. Scooby and he hands. I, I ventriloquisted ACDC. All right, next song, song number five. Now, song number five. I don't know what part you're gonna take here. 
A Scooby-Dooby, Scooby-Dooby, Scooby-Dooby. <laughs> Is that the Figaro? <laughs> Come on, Jeff, you know this freaking song. <sighs> Come on, dude. <laughs> Come on, Jeff, you know this freaking song. Give it out. He, he he lost the melody. A Scooby Dooby Scooby Dooby. <laughs> that sounds like Figaro. And that song is called Figaro. No. I, I don't know. What is it? I wasn't thinking of this Queen song. I was thinking of a different Figaro. But you thought like the old yeah, like, that's opera. What I was thinking the old opera thing. Moon had such confidence and was so committed to that. I thought that was so he obvious. Took a, oh, was he took a it power stance. A Scooby-Dooby. A Scooby-Dooby-Dooby. Dooby, Scooby. Scooby-Dooby. Come on, Jeff, you know this oh, song. Oh, man, if you'd have done that while he was doing that. Damn it, I <laughs> Still sitting at two right. Thank you. <laughs> what are we at, 27 now? Or uh, song number six. This? Here we go. Um, uh, a Scooby-Dooby. I'm in time not the Scooby-Dooby. Come on, Jeff. This is obvious. There's only one song. He's kind of yelling the whole time. In the da, 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 da. Yeah, I got it. Come on, man. Anybody else? You guys know this? I mean, he did it exactly okay, the way I would do it. Informer. Informer. That's what I got right there. Scoop, scoop, skip, 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 He's not going to get it from that. Sound, that sounded it. like 311. Moon had it. You had it. Yeah, that, that's Damn it. it. Moon's doing the beginning of the song. Better than Informer by Snow. Scoop! <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't have it. I apologize. You don't have it? No, I, don't. Yeah, I do have to apologize. You know what? Informer? Dude, the best is the fact that you go, Snow, Informer. We go, no. He does it again. This time even better. Jeff, do you have an answer? Informer? <laughs> the comedy yeah, we, tones. We changed the answer. You are correct. All right, maybe so, somebody made a mistake. This is so ridiculous. Uh, all right, song number seven. <clears throat> oh, we're only on seven. And Scooby-Dooby. <laughs> Come on, Jeff. Feel it. It's a real good song by your favorite band. At least it's my favorite band. (laughs) (laughs) It's an older one. (laughs) Scott knows it there. You guys do too. But I'll be there for you. I'll be, wait a minute, it's the police. (laughs) Yeah. I'll be watching you. Um, Hold on. Every breath you take. (laughs) Jeff just threw his headphones. Oh, man. Good job, Jeff. Well done, dude. You were locked on that one. Like, you were like. I was. I was. That was when I actually picked up for I think we're we're just seeing why I never performed on stage with you on New Year's Eve very well. Why? I don't. I can't hear music. I guess I don't know. Uh, could I get a score update? I'm not doing as good a job as you did yesterday. I got your back too over here. There's no. There, I'm saying. That, I don't even know if he's gonna know this. I don't know if Moon's gonna know this. 
I don't know what this is. Ah, really? I legitimately have no clue what this is. <laughs> Which part? The beginning or the end? Or the I beginning mean, the, the middle. The middle? Or it goes, scoopa, scoopa. Skip it, scoop. Scoopa, scoopa. Scoopa, doo. Scoopa, scoopa. Scoopa, doo. Skidoopa, boop, bop. Skip it, The beginning is this. Hey, hey, here's the beginning. The beginning is this. Can't even do it. I got nothing. Sorry. You want to just throw three, three great versions of it, but come in here, Scott. Oh God. He, he's in there. Scott he's knows. in there going. I have no idea. He was shaking his head. That. That's it. It's, it's oh, you, again. I know Scott. I know what melody you're doing. Listen, Scott. Skadoopa boopam. Skadoopa. Oh, Funky Town. Funky Town. Yes. I want to take me to. I'm hearing the song. This is. Can you get any artist? Won't you take me to. Oh, the group is Funky Town. Lips Inc. Ridiculous. Hey, you did a good job with that. Nice. Thanks. Come on, man. Skip the you guys said it would know all of these songs, and the touring musician hasn't known a second one now. Well, you know, we were there to pick them up. <laughs> we were not here to, to pick them up. You know the song. King though, Scott's you know. me. Can I use King Scott from here on out? You know no. that song. Come on, man. <laughs> I tried. Yeah, but now I have Funky Town in my head. That's like a, that's like a viral song. Let me get it out of your head. Just call this game Scooby-Doo, by the way. <laughs> Let's play Scooby-Doo. I can't do that. We are on the radio. I can't hum the song to you. We're on the radio. You just did it. All right, hold on. Jeff, go ahead Go ahead and turn it. Th- go, go, cover your ears. Oh, cover okay. your ears and la-la-la. So the song is Post Malone Sunflower. It's, it's dun, 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 dun. you're a sunflower. Okay, go, go. You got it. You got this. You got this. <laughs> okay. And I... I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you the beginning, okay? All right. By the way, you can't do this without going like this. I know. Scooby doo ba. Any help from my This is the newest song on the list. And then the Scooby Doo Doo. Nobody can do this without using their hands, by the way. You got anything? Jeff, one more time. All right. Just listen to this part. Ready? Don't use your hands. Ready? Okay. I, I know that I can hear the song on the radio now. This does not help with everything. <laughs> Obviously, the timer's run out. What is it? Just play it. He's uh, going to be so mad. Uh, then you left in the dust. Unless I stuck by you. Listening to the genius that is Post Malone has said he's going to have a new record out this week. Listening listening to Funky Town flushed every other melody out of my head, and I couldn't even think of what that song was. Uh, Like that's how my brain works; it locks in on something. Neither of my daughters are listening. I apologize. My phone is blowing up. People are just like literally dying in the car right now. Jeff, next. Oh my god. 
You want me to cleanse the palate again? <laughs> no, 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 stop, 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 stop. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand how my brain works. That is brutal. That is, like, that literally is just, uh, it, it flushes. <laughs> oh, my God. Um... <laughs> A Scooby Dooby da ba da ba da 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 ba da 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 ba da. I would have never got it from that. No. Uh, uh, okay. Um. I would think that's like Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh. Oh, come on. Jeez. Still don't have it. You Write it down and, it and give it to him. Um, have you been doing this song up. during a, a Dirtbags uh, dirt uh, set? We've done it. I think I've done it once. I think I heard it. Scoop. I mean, I, I got it. Scoop, ba, yeah. ding, bang, do. Ba, <laughs> dee, ba, boo, ba, boo. Ba, scoop, It's been school sky skin. This is like three pornos going on at the same time. I don't know which one to pay attention to. And Tony uses his fist yeah. and like punches at you if you don't what know. What is that? Anything? He said yeah, he knows it. You know what? It. I hope this is correct. Mr. Brightside. Yes. Alright. He's got as many as right as me now, right? Already? Somebody on Twitter said, I don't know what it is. Since he goes, I almost spit on my drink with Jeff Burton guest Figaro for that song. It was Bohemian Figaro song. You're using Italian hands over here. He's punching me. Two more left. I believe the guy who guessed one, Doug, who guessed one, is the only one that's eligible now. I thought Jeff has three. And there's two left. Jeff's got five. So, yeah, five. Jeff. Jeff in the Jeff in the room says five. Oh yeah. Okay. So you got two more left. Ooh, you're right. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> a Scooby Doo with the Scooby. Because oh. <laughs> 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 you always you always wait, turn wait, sideways. You, you, do, you do the backups and you know what I'm talking about. A Scooby Doo for the Scooby. The Scooby. The Scooby. The Scooby. So you can take your Scooby. Oh, you, you <laughs> gave it up. I mean, you gave it up. Just gave it away. Jeff, guess it. Uh, is it Nookie? <laughs> I should have said Figaro. Damn it. It's Skip it up your school. Once we loosen up, man, this is this is fun. Sorry, I sort of. Uh, you gave it away, but Favorite, we'll give yeah. Jeff that one. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. man. You would have got that anyway. It all anyway. comes yes, down absolutely. to this last one. You sit at four correct. <laughs> if you get this next one right, that means Jeff is the winner. Jeff, you're playing for Jeff. All right. By the way. If you get this wrong, hey, we stick together, Jeff. The winner. I am guarantee, guarantee, guaranteeing it gets us right. Yes. Oh, boy. Unless it's your brain totally fails everyone in the, in it, the area. It is a guarantee. <laughs> happened. That happened. That's happened. Let's cleanse if the palate. You don't, if you time. don't get this right, I'm I'm slitting all four of your tires. Let's do a palate cleanser. Oh, oh, brand I'll, new. I want to take me to 
right, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do this just this for. This is the final one. I'm gonna use your scat lyrics <sighs> just for this. Okay. Okay. Scabies and scabies. Scabies and scabies. Scooby Doo. Scabies. <laughs> Jeffrey, you know this. Ready? I'll give you the other part. Ready? Come on, brother. Jeff, Jeff, take a break. Take a break and get with the Are other you part. You're laughing at the fact that I don't know no, this. You're laughing at it. All right, Jeff, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. No, no. Let me don't get stop scared. believing. Yeah. yeah. Did I get all twelve? Yeah. <laughs> Up and down the Scooby-Doo, yeah, Scabies, Rickin' and I just got you. <laughs> and Scabies. All right, you got, uh, you got five right, Jeff. Man, that's half, isn't it? And that means that Jeff won. Jeff playing for Jeff. Jeff, you won. Yeah. Yeah, come on. Go, Jeff. Yeah, well, we're done. But All right, thanks. Jeff, uh, what do you want? Uh, I'll take the disturbed right, tickets. Disturb. Unless you got Lumineers tickets. No, no, uh, we don't. Uh, okay, I'll take the Bad Wolves, July 15th, Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. You are going, my friend. Hang on one second. Yeah. Don't stop believing, okay? <laughs> you did well. You did well, Jeff. Thank you. Appreciate it. You did okay. We had fun. You know, you know what? We had fun. Yeah, you know who won? The Rizzuto Show. Rewind. All right, so it looks like uh, people on the internet, they're done debating whether... Uh, you know, pineapple is an appropriate pizza topping. And they've moved on to the next impossible food debate. Let's see where you guys stand. This is not even a debate. Orange juice with pulp or no pulp? Nope. Not for me. Orange juice with pulp or no pulp? People are posting passionate opinions on both sides on Twitter right now. And the, uh, the big pro-pulp arguments are that it's more natural and feels less artificial. The no-pulp people say it makes their orange juice bitter and harder to drink. And for what it's worth, I think BuzzFeed ran a survey on a pulp versus no-pulp a couple years ago. And there was like 50,000 votes. No-pulp was more popular with 53% of people. Yeah. I'm a no-pulp guy. Same. I'm definitely a no-pulp guy. I think the pulpers are monsters. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm as much pulp as you can give me. You really? gotta be kidding! They're just eat a damn orange. And I, and I used to be, and I used to be pulp free when I was a kid. Oh, I knew you were gonna say that. I knew whoever whoever was for the pulp. <laughs> I, I knew they were gonna say. Uh, I remember drinking no pulp orange juice when I was a well, baby. All right, so you're more mature now, and you. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, that's you want your curdled milk too? That's just my you monster. It's, you know what? Really, that's is a so texture silly. thing for me. That's what it is for me too. It's not a taste thing at all. It's the fact that when I'm drinking, it, I feel like I'm drinking orange juice with hay. In I, it. I don't want to have to pull <laughs> stuff out of my teeth after <laughs> I drink that. something. Yeah, that's not There's that. teeth. Who the hell is drinking? Who's getting pulp in their teeth. Me. Uh, oh, that I happens. That. Yeah. I can see that. That 100% happens. Nah, it's the jam. It's the feeling when you're... When it's you're, not the jam. It's the hay. It's the tongue feeling. 
Yeah, yeah. I, like you I, could I, feel the you could feel the pulp on your tongue as you're mm-hmm. drinking it. But that's what I grew to appreciate. I actually like that. See, to now. me, it's just I'm so used to whatever it is that I'm drinking is going to be the smooth, smooth. velvety whatever it is, whether it be water or milk or orange juice. And then all of a sudden, somebody's like, "Hey, guys, just to let you know, I took the top of some sandpaper. I scraped it in this drink. You're gonna have to take this down." Sandpaper too. that you just you basically just described uh, soda or carbonated beer. That's the sandpaper thing. The you know, spicy, bubbles. spicy bubbles. Yeah, like uh, yeah. Because guess what? You take a drink of beer. It may give a little in your mouth, and then you let it sit there. And guess what? Then you swallow and it goes away. This actually has substance in it. No, it doesn't. Yes, it that, does. It's, it's, it's still texture. smooth. It's a texture. Thing. It's smooth. It's not smooth. smooth. It's definitely it's not, not smooth. smooth. Are you out of your mind? You are you, you out of your mind? Pulp you, don't is? Ha- you don't have to <laughs> chew it and you swallow it. But what it, it, is smooth? if I close my teeth? If I close my teeth, there's texture. If I close my teeth and I take a drink of orange juice yeah. and then spit in my hand, there's going to be something there, buddy. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, okay, unless you've got your is. jaw wired shut, why are you shutting your teeth when you're drinking? Hey, not, it's the a fact ball. that I'm drinking it. Pulp man. or no pulp? Well, she's 21. She's on the phone. Oh, again, you're calling somebody a child because they don't like pulp. No, I'm saying juice. most young people don't like pulp because it freaks them out because, you know, you, you you go from bottles to sippy cups and all that kind of stuff, and pulp is weird. Oh, she's I one w- step above a sippy cup? No, oh, stop it. You on, are. Moon, she's right in there. <laughs> she can hear you. I'm saying just give it a try. Give it a try once a year as an adult. And, and, Eight ball, pulp know, or no pulp it. in your orange juice? Pulp? No, no pulp. pulp. Dude, She's a no pulper. T- try, try, try a She's little a bit no of pulp pulper. in like your next mimosa or something like that. And I don't drink mimosas. You wouldn't. Because I'm not a How girl. How come? They're fantastic. That's a a he doesn't drink mimosas with pulp because he's not a he's not an adult girl. <laughs> well, I am. All right. I drink my mimosas with no pulp because I'm a baby girl. No, nah, man. I'm I'm just saying. Like, I mean, this is a silly argument. But you said fifty three percent are fifty three percent are no pulpers. Yeah, I mean, at least it's almost a 50-50 split. Somebody in the chat room says, Moon, you said that you don't like olives, correct? Just yes. keep eating them until you be, like them and become an adult. <laughs> uh, the funny thing is, I, I have I will try it probably once a year just to see if my taste buds change. An olive? Yeah, and black olives, I've, I've, we've, we're okay with each other. We're not friends yet, but like, we're okay with each other. Green olives, uh, I don't want to hang out with you yet, but I'll try every year. All right. When so are we I'm trying to take them out again. on a date? Can I be there? Year. Yeah, sure. Whenever you want, man. And I'll have some pulpy orange juice for you. Yeah, way, I'd, I'd rather. Listen, I'll drink pulpy orange juice if it's there, if that's the only thing. But given a choice, it's no pulp for Ooh, me. that's a great point. Another person there in the chat room says that it's very surprising that even though he was very quick to say he doesn't like pulp, Jeff likes the naked drinks. Yes, he does. Oh yeah, yeah, those are chunky. Because those are those, those are chunky. Are, they're not those chunky. have some they're substance they're, to them. No, they're, they're smooth. Thick. They're they're, they're literally called smoothies. There's, yeah, but there's those, nothing there's no chunks in them in there, at all. Though. None whatsoever. There's oh, been a I couple have some that I've had juice that's at got... home. By the way, I need to bring you. What's that? I have a whole case in it. Somebody gave me a case of. I would juice. love that. Thank you. Yeah, but a smoothie, a frozen it. smoothie, is still chunkier. Or, I poison we'll, one we'll, of them though. We'll, we'll <laughs> say. Perfect. You gonna roll the dice? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> that's more solid than than pulpy orange juice. Yeah, but with the pulpy stuff, to me, it's just it's stuff floating at the top and it gets on the sides of the glass. That's what I don't like about it. Yeah, on the rim. Yeah. Yeah, when there's pulp on the rim. I love that. And for some reason I hate me some rim pulp. Yeah. It feels like it's more natural. Like it's it's probably been processed less or there's less crap in it or something like it. It's straight you know, straight out of the I'd like to know if they add the pulp at the end. 
So, somebody on Twitter it. says Thanks. that uh, Moon is totally right. No pulp is a kid's orange juice. You might as well just drink some Sunny D oh, there. Oh, Sunny Ooh, D is sunny good. D is By the way, yeah. side note, Sunny D is delicious. That's, that's, that's not orange juice. Time. I don't know what the hell Sunny D is. It's definitely not orange juice. <laughs> I believe it's but orange But that ish is good. delicious. Yeah, it's that's orange drink. juice that's orange. <laughs> but it's sunny. Yeah. And it's Got delicious. Some D. It is for the D is good. for delicious. It is good. I hope so. I haven't had that in years. Sunny D is the miracle whip of the mayonnaise world. Yeah, I mean of the orange juice. It is. Uh, it really it is. It, it, you I, know I what? Just off the top <laughs> it's of my head, drink. hey, <laughs> off the top of my head, Sunny D does have a full day supply of vitamin C. I believe, as the bottle says, it is a tangy orange drink, drowning in sugar, twenty seven right, so, grams so, per so glass. Let's, all right, let's Ooh, remain I unhealthy think. here. Here's how I know people like Coke more than Pepsi. If you order Coke at a restaurant and they only have Pepsi, the server asks, "Is Pepsi okay?" No one ever orders a Pepsi and hears, is Coke okay? Think, think about that. that. Yeah. Think about that. That never happens. Wait, one more. say that one okay. more time. If, if you order a Coke at a restaurant and they only have Pepsi, the server always asks, is Pepsi okay? Yeah. No one ever orders a Pepsi and hears, is Coke okay? Have you ever heard that? Ever. I don't know. Never. You've never heard. Because it. it doesn't happen. Yeah, I think that's also marketing, though. I think like we grew up in an but, era where... But in blind taste tests, people are more likely to say they like Pepsi than Coke. And there's a reason why. Pepsi is sweeter than Coke and has a slight citrus flavor. Like a, a slight citrus flavor burst when you drink it at first. So when you take one sip, that sweetness and citrus burst, it, it, it tastes better. But as you drink an entire can, the burst goes away, and the sweetness starts to become too much. Coke is smoother, it has a hint of vanilla, and it's less sweet. So as you drink a whole can, it tastes better and better. Hmm. That's why Pepsi wins taste tests all the time, but people prefer Coke overall. And now you know. Interesting. That's neat. I think that ordering a Coke, can I have a Coke or whatever, like, you know, that being synonymous with cola or any sort of dark yeah. soda, I think that was just genius marketing and they just stuck it to us I'll have stuck a, it to us. I'll have a, a, a Coke once a year. What is that? That's that's down south, right? Where, where, where they call everything Coke. Everything's Coke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, really? If you go to a restaurant and you, you sit there and they go, what do you have to drink? You go, I'll take a Coke. And they'll go, what kind? Really? And you go, uh, oh, yeah, I think what it, kind like, do you have? Georgia. And they go, like Sprite. Area. Yeah, you know. Sprite and 7-Up is the same thing in restaurants, too. 7-Up never gets to or- never ever gets ordered. If you're going to order a white soda in a restaurant, 99% of the people, I guarantee you, are saying Sprite. Nobody says, hey, I can have a 7-Up. All right, so what's the best soda of all time? Oh, it's got to be Coke. No way. It, listen, yeah. I don't drink soda. About 185,000 people took an online poll. It's Dr. Pepper, yo. No, get out of here. What do you mean, get out of here? Dr. 185,000 people. That's a huge survey. And they said Coke is the Coca-Cola is is number one. It has to be. Pepsi barely even made the top ten. Wow. Even Cherry Coke ranked higher. Cherry, Cherry Coke, Coke is was, the I mean, jam. It was pretty good. Cherry Coke and vodka. That's I've a good drink. That. That's a good drink. Does Dr. Pepper make the list? The oh, doctor yeah. deserves to be there. Number two. <laughs> the doctor. Right. He's doctor. earned it. All that schooling. Yeah. <laughs> All that schooling. That hard. His PhD. Coke is number one. Dr. Pepper, number two. What do you think number three is? Number three Coke, is... Coke, Dr. Pepper... Sprite. Sprite, number three. Number four? The Dew. Yeah. Mountain Dew, number four. I couldn't... Uh... 
Couldn't do a lot of Mountain Dews, but I sure did love it. Uh, Five. Mount, the Mountain uh, Mellow Dew. Yellow back in the day. Oh, Mellow Yellow was the jam. Mellow Yellow is number 27. Because it was smoother. It was yeah. like a smooth version. Mellow Yellow, yeah. That, and that's, they now have Mellow Yellow Zero. Mellow Yellow is number 27. What about RC Cola? Is that anywhere on the list? RC Cola is number 26. That's my favorite of the of You know the what? I couldn't find colas, Tab. Or of, yeah. the, of the dark sodas. I didn't see Tab. Ooh, Tab's good. What about uh, Pib Extra? Uh, Pib Extra's on there. I don't I don't know what number. Okay, so we're on number six. We're trying to figure out number six. Fresca. Number five. Is it a, is it a light soda or a dark soda? Mm, dark. Dark. Is soda. it a diet soda? See here. No. Mm. Okay, not a diet soda. Dark. You'll go, ah. Like, ah, that's what it is. How about a root beer? Yeah, A&W root beer. Oh. I'm, oh. I'm not a fan of root beer. Same here. It's We're always a good a idea one. up until I have some. Then I'm like, hey. Whistle. Or back when I drink Whistle. soda. Whistle. Whistle. Whistle is awesome. <laughs> I, I would stab you for, for an ice cold orange Number whistle. Number seven. Fanta. Fanta. No. Number seven. Number seven. Number seven. Uh. It's a huge one. Sierra Seven Mist. up. Seven up. Seven is close to Fanta. Orange Crush. I don't know what that is. It's it's Fanta with a different can around it. I mean, it's it's orange soda. <laughs> I'm not sure I've soda. ever seen an Orange Crush can. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's got the big sliced orange on it, right? Yeah. yeah. The other one is yeah. Grape. You see the yes, yeah. You, well, if you if I threw one at your face right now, you'd go okay. Yeah, I've seen I'd that. Say, Number eight, we said it, it before again. Cherry Coke. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Cherry Pepsi came in at, at thirty-one. What about Crystal Clear Pepsi? That was oddly great. Nine. It'll settle your stomach. Number nine. It'll settle. You drink your a little of this, you settle your stomach. See, for me, that's Sprite. Sprite. Ginger ale. Oh, Canada Dry Ginger Ale. Never once that tasted a ginger great. ale. Oh, oh, that's some, good, man. Some schweppies. Mm. That's good. That that. What is? What did you just say? Canada, Canada, Canada Dry. Canada, Canada Dry. dry. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Ale. Yeah, schweppies, what about, schweppies is good too. Ginger ale. Ginger ale. For those of you who don't like, like a whiskey, ginger ale and Jameson is awesome. Yeah, that's what a lot of people. Have well, I've never seen. had that. Oh, it's oh, awesome. It's well, I'm gonna try that. Dude, I actually, yeah. I actually have like a ginger that's made, or a ginger, not a ginger beer, a ginger soda that's made. Just for well, I like mixing a, I like a good dark and stormy. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is either. Look that up. That's that's uh, ginger beer. I don't know her. <laughs> Look that up. Look up the recipe for dark and stormy. He was so disappointed in you in that joke. You know that. What about you would know that? Hey, thought. what about Fresca? Is that is Fresca? Fresca's on there? on there, but it's not like it's not the top forty. A, a dark and stormy is a highball cocktail made with dark rum and ginger beer, served over ice, garnished with a slice of lime. Yeah, that's good. See, I'd have just made the the highball and started drinking it. <laughs> That's me. Huh. Uh, Barks root beer number eleven. Are we missing any big ones? Like uh, you know, the Sierra Mist. Sierra Mist is number thirty-five. What, what, is Surge what? on there? Surge number thirty-two. What about Damn. like Mountain Dew Code Red? Mountain Dew Code Red number nineteen. Dang. I said Barks root beer number eleven. You said no tab. I couldn't find tab on there. Other notables was like Diet Dr Pepper number thirty six. Yeah. Diet Dr Pepper, I, I will say, when I was when I was a soda drinker, Diet Dr Pepper was the closest diet to its original by I far, thought. by far. Yeah, it was like it, there was maybe one slight discrepancy. Yeah. Diet Dr Pepper and Diet Orange Soda. What about Diet Coke? Did you mention Diet Coke already? Because I mean that is big with the soccer moms, or at least it yeah. used to be. Oh, Diet Coke, I didn't, I didn't get day. that. Huh? 
I'm sure it's top twenty because the diet coke is the one that everybody orders uh, after they order the you know their big huge meal. Oh, and a diet. Yeah, coke. And, a, and a polar <laughs> pop cup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah the diet coke with wheels. Yeah, I'll take 17, 17 tacos and uh, four liters of diet okay. of, of, of diet coke. Can I get a wheelbarrow full of uh, diet coke, please? Uh, Welch's Little grape ice. soda. Welch's grape soda, number forty six. Oh, grape I, soda. I didn't know man. they made a grape soda. What? Welch's? I didn't know they made a grape soda. Oh, I think that's the big one, isn't it? Yeah, that's a pretty big one. Welch's grape soda. I think that's the big one. Oh, I've never seen that. No, I'm, but I'm a grape crush guy, so I, I stick with my crushes. Well, you like grape soda? <laughs> I, I, I couldn't tell you the last time I had one, but <laughs> what about cream soda? Cream soda not on there? Oh, it, yeah. it is on there. It is. It is on there. Is it, is it on the list as the furthest away from a decent soda that it could be? <laughs> oh, you don't like cream Sugar soda? No, Dude, cream right? sodas. What, what, was it Jones's? That's out of Illinois. Jones. Or, or, yeah, the yeah, bottles on jo- there. Yeah. Jones cream soda is. The, I think it was them that makes a cream soda. That's the look at this, dude. There's a grape crush can right there. Doesn't that just look? That just looks good. Like I just want that. It right looks now. like it's flavorful. Yeah. You and your grape. Oh crush. man, what about, what about a soda? Ooh, what, what about nitro cola? Y'all remember nitro? Yeah. yeah. Now I was thinking of uh, Jolt Cola. Jolt Cola, yeah. Yeah, Jolt Cola. Where they're like, trips. hey everybody, it's Jolt, a- Jolt Cola. There's 85 times the Is caffeine. That illegal. Yeah, remember remember the one? Oh, the, Joel, yeah. The one they also had J- Java Cola, I think it was called Java, where it was it was coffee infused soda. It was horrendous. Uh, oh, Crush Grape is twenty. Yeah, Crush Grape. Squirt, Squirt is twenty one. Oh yeah, Squirt is really Squirt's good. good. Mister Pib twenty two. Diet Coke is number twenty three. Yeah, Squirt and gin is so good. Seven Up Cherry twenty five. RC twenty six. Mountain Dew Baja Blast, 29. Oh, there's a Schweppes Ginger Ale. Uh, what else? Coke Zero, 38. I've never heard of Big Red. Oh, Big Fresca's- Red? Big Red is... Uh, That's gum. No, I think Big Red is... Uh, now I gotta look at it. Red Fresca is 43. Cream Soda is number 44. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Big, Big Red is like, I believe... Uh, th- Burton, correct me if I'm wrong. That's like an Aldi or dollar store like soda. I don't know. I'm almost positive. Jones is 66. See, Jones look. Soda is number 66. Riz, Big Red is a soda, and it's like a, I think it's a cherry flavored soda. They also have Big Bonanza, which is apple, Big Pineapple, Big Blue, and Big Peach. All flavors that should not be soda. No, I know the one flavor that should not be soda, and my daddy should drink this all the time. It's a Dr. Brown's. Doctor, you know Dr. Brown's? No. What's a Dr. Dr. Brown's, Brown's cream soda was was what I used to drink when I was a kid. Dr. Brown's cream soda. That's some East but Coast this stuff, is man. Dr. Brown's celery. Look it up. It, it was the first thing I popped up. It, it's this right here. Here's a Dr. Brown's black cherry. It. Don't tell me it's celery flavored soda. That's it. That sounds. It's gross. Wow. Is it Jones is the one that comes up with the weird sodas, right? You'd mentioned that earlier. Jones, yeah, they have like the gra- like the during gravy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving dinner. And, oh, yeah. really? Oh, you didn't know that? No. Boy, that refreshing celery flavor after cutting the grass—that sounds fantastic. <laughs> I've, I've been out of the soda game too long. No, my dad would have like a pastrami sandwich and like a Dr. Brown celery. Gross. Yeah. Sun kissed to make a soda. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Orange soda. That's on the list. The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs, for the best price and value on quality tires and expert auto service. Get into Dobbs today.